Hi, this is Dr. Jane Battenberg, author of Change Within, Change the World. In this weekly podcast, I interview changemakers who are at the cutting edge of new thought and consciousness awareness. Join me as we change within and change the world together. As an amateur anthropologist, Carol Dixon has studied the cycles and time measurements of the Mayan calendar to understand how our calendars, our measurements of time, give a structure to our minds and our lives. Our Western calendar of seven days a week and 12 months in a year can create disruption and uncertainty. Carol, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jane. Well, let's start with, you call yourself an an amateur anthropologist. Can you describe that? I have a degree from the late 70s from the University of Georgia in anthropology, which I have used all of my life to fuel my imagination and to think about people's worldviews and their belief systems and how that creates their reality. Hmm. Okay. So you've... You first studied the I Ching? In my 20s, I studied the I Ching for quite a few years on a daily basis. I threw the coins. I used it as an oracle. But I also used it, I thought of it as a coherent, complete belief system encapsulated in 64 hexagrams. It was kind of a story of creation to destruction and back again using earth images. Ah, then that you found out that that was a calendar, actually? I didn't find that out until the, in the last five years that it was actually a calendar. Now, I, I heard rumors about it, but my 20s was before the Internet, and um, the Mercer Library in Macon, Georgia, <laughs> didn't have a lot on the I Ching. It did have one mathematical book that was very arcane and hard to understand. <laughs> And so then uh, you moved to study the Mayan calendar. I didn't begin studying that until 2012, and I got really curious about the hoopla about it. And I went on the Internet, and I Googled it, and immediately recognized that in the 20-day signs, the 20... The, there's 20 days in the Mayan calendar, and that's the, their basic unit of time. Oh, and so that's different than our Western calendar. Yes, yes. We have seven days, which is I, that revolve over and over again, which I would suppose those seven days would be our basic unit of time. In comparison, they have a 20-day span uh, that um, is their basic unit of time. They have quite a few calendars, and every calendar is based on 20 as is their mathematics. It is a base 20 system as opposed to ours, which is a base 10. Ah, and the I Ching was base 8? Yes, the I Ching. Now, whether the Chinese civilization had mathematics based on 8, I don't know. But the I Ching is 8 times 8 equals 64. And it turns out this is also the mathematics of DNA. Okay, so... The Mayan calendar, um, the hoopla in 2012, um, that was December 21st, 2012, the huge macro cycle of 26,000 years ended, is that? Yes, if you think about our Earth in the solar system, 
it orbits around the sun, but the sun rotates around the galaxy. This is in an orbit around the galaxy, and and it takes us 26,000 years to complete a cycle around the middle of our galaxy, the Milky Way. Um, So then, you said the Mayan calendar has all these different ratios or these different cogs, different cycles, different lengths. I, on a daily basis, I keep track of the long count, which is what the 2012 hoopla was about, this that measures the long system of time. Meaning that 26,000 years. Yes, but it, it measures more than that. But it was, uh, it was like an odometer that day. You have a, the long count is a series of six numbers, and they all turn to zero on that day. So it was like the resetting of a dotometer. But truly, it was just rounding a curve, and we just keep going around that same circle over (laughs) and over again. It's just in macro units of time, which the long count measures. And then there's the hob. And and it's, I want to go into the long count measures this in cycles of 20 days, but there's 360 days completes that 20 those those cycles Mm -hmm. so it's like the circumference of an exact circle so the mayans measured our journeys in the cosmos our movement the earth's movement in the cosmos with the long count in circles in circles in a 360 degree circle now when they measured a year time a solar year they measured it as a 365 day calendar in a 365 day calendar just to adjust it the five days were five days out of time and i assume they waited for the sun to get back to a particular place in the sky and that's when those five days were up and um, And what did they do for those five days well they stayed home they reviewed their last year um they um it was time out of time they didn't do very much Okay, so but you use, on a daily basis, you use um, the Mayan calendar to... Well, the third calendar, which is really the first calendar I started following, and is the most basic calendar to um, the way, these people's ways of life. I want to stress right here... I have studied the classic Mayans who took, who who wrote material down and, and were a literate indigenous society, but they're ancient. And there are living Mayan traditions, and, um, and it's quite a line to, to try to deal with this material without culturally appropriating it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's, we're like... Working with the you you work with the dual system. I am. I'm working with a living system and an old and, a, and an ancient system. The living system still uses the Tolskan, the 260 day calendar, and it is it's 20 times 13, makes 260 days. It's a and 13 is a basic week in Mayan time, so there's 13 days. And then you start back over 1 through 13. So an endless loop of 13 days till you get to 260 days, and then it starts back over. But that is pretty much their map, the Mayan map of how they live their lives. Like we go to church on Sunday. You know, 
business week starts on Monday. Well, they had 20 days and it was, it marked when they had ceremonies, when they when they did merchant kind of things, when they got married. Um, and everybody's own personal birthday was, could determine what they actually did in life. Because they felt like to know yourself mm-hmm. was the most important job a person could do, is to, to know how one is inside, how one functions. And they would use their day signs as their template in which to discover who they were. So when you first started studying the Mayan calendar, you were sort of using it as a, an oracle or divinat- divinatory. But tell the story about how your your day sign kept coming. Okay. Well, in the late 90s, I was taking karate, and my uh, sensei asked me to get the Mayan oracle. He wanted to um, me to do some artwork out of it, and I did. And um, I got the Mayan oracle, which was the 20 day signs in cards with a book that went to it. It never mentioned it was a calendar, <laughs> so I didn't really realize it was a calendar. I like oracles, and uh, I would use it, but I got really frustrated with it because this particular card came up almost every time I drew a card, I drew this etsnab, which turns out to be my day sign. Oh. (laughs) My birthday, yeah. So it was talking to you. It was calling you. (laughs) It was. It was. And it was telling me who I am, and I didn't want to hear it. Oh, is there a story there? <laughs> I don't know that there's a story, but um, my particular day sign is Etsnab, and it's, it's obsidian. It's um, a oh. blade. It's, it's a knife. It's for warriors and healers and day keepers, which I'm definitely a day keeper because I, I keep up with these calendars. Um, I've been doing healing work since I was 25 years old. It turned out it actually describes me quite well, but I didn't really want to hear it at the time. I didn't, I couldn't use that extended metaphor for a long time, but once I accepted it, it describes me quite well. Wow. Okay, so talk about what, what's today? Today is what, what is known as an emix day, and my pronunciation of these is probably not correct. It's the day of beginnings. It's like in the creation story, it would be the very first day. It's the, primor- the primordial Big Bang. Nothing's formed. It's all chaos. It's, it also represents the ocean, the deep unconsciousness, and crocodiles are represented in it. And, um, but it's, so it's, the con- it's a concept that of many possibilities of unformed realities it can be the very beginning of the creation story. So this is what this day is, is an emix day. In the, in the 1 through 13, we're, follow, we're in the week of the sun, the 13-day week of the sun completion. So we're on this, and we're in the second day in this week. So we're, we're the beginning of the completion is what today's reading would would be about and it would since it's the second number it's number two this week it means that we're going to talk about 
differing realities. We're going to talk about a Western worldview and we're going to talk about a Mayan worldview and how these two differing realities give us, when if we will accept a different worldview or aspects of it, we can find different solutions to our problems. So we overlay the two and that gives us a, sort of a multi-dimensional, three-dimensional look at whatever we're in to give us more options more yes because we're in the week of the sun completion but we're on the day of beginnings we're in the year which would influence everything for 365 days of the road the path the way the Tao. that's this particular year mm. so that's where we are in time today so that's how you use every day you look at all these different cycles and where you are and just say, okay, this is where I am in time or what? Well, I know I have learned Mayan concepts of numbers. Mm-hmm. What One would be unity. Two is duality. Three can be a really unstable number. It can, or... Or it can represent the three hearthstones of home, which is also Orion's belt. Oh, the yes. star people. So you start studying the Mayan calendar, and it'll open your mind up in terms of what's out there, as, spe- as well as what's inside one. So the Mayan calendar talks about a 26,000-year cycle around the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, taking into consideration uh, the stars, the Earth, Everything. Yes. So it has a, a complete um, cosmology. That it is. It's a very. It's a very intact cosmology. Mm. I would say our Western cosmology is coming undone, unbraided. We're not our concepts of time and how the world works aren't working for us anymore. And we're seeing a lot of suicide, a lot of violence, a lot of a lot of societal problems because we don't have stories to match our science. We don't have stories that we agree on. We're we're moving out of Newtonian mindset into a um, the relativity, the mindset of relativity, and so we're at a turning place. And I believe the Mayans knew the science, their mathematics. And their calendars show us that through thousands and thousands and thousands of years of observation, they learned what our planet's doing in the cosmos better than we have, or at least as good as. Wow. And they based their calendar and their their numbers on it, whereas our numbers and our calendar are based on a Western, uh, on a tax calendar for to figure out, they excuse me. <laughs> it's about money, and it's it's disruptive. And there's no, you know, it doesn't follow the moon, it doesn't follow the sun, it follows nothing. It's just arbitrary. And I think part of the reason it was designed as it was to knock pagans out of their belief system, to disrupt normal time cycles for people. There, therefore, they could be controlled. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me go into the creation story okay. that it tells. Okay. 
All right, the Tolkien tells us a creation story. It starts with the big bang or the primordial sea. The next day is the wind which blows out the the new realities into the the universe, which is this empty void, darkness. That's the third day. It's the darkness that the wind blows these new possibilities into, almost like a womb, right? Mm. It also has a dual meaning of illumination. It's darkness and illumination in the darkness. And then the fourth day would be a net. It, would be the, it could be seen as the, the time-space continuum. It can be seen as karma, but it also represents the seed at the beginning and all of the possibilities that are held within a seed, a lifespan of possibilities. The next day would be what the um, Eastern religions call kundalini, but it's about an awakening force. So it awakens the seed. It awakens the time-space continuum. And then the next day, the, the fifth day of these 20 days is about birth and death and rebirth and surrender. So... So the seed is inseminated, you could say, and then something happens. But we don't know what it is. It just happens and kind of, it, it's, it's a death or a birth. We don't know. But the next day is all about manifestation. So that's the day that creation comes alive. And it encompasses the four directions and the place of a priestess, and nature, and the four-leggeds. And then from there we go to, to the seventh day, which is about harvesting what has been created. Mm. And it's about miracles and the stars. And the next day is about water. Our watery planet, perhaps, has been created at this point. The next day from water is is dog or wolf and it's but it's about the guardian it's about guarding this time and space that have been created it's about the laws like the law of gravity how we orbit around the earth all these things that are set for real in reality you know orbits and stuff but it's also can be the our laws it can encompass all of that and then from laws, we, from the dog, we go to the monkey. Monkey. The, the monkey is the next day <laughs> sign. The primate. Are we not primates? We oh, are monkeys. Okay. And it shows the glyph that they have for it. It looks almost like a flower opening up, but a seed is dropping in. So it represents... It represents culture. It represents knowledge and what we as monkeys can know. That which is, that which can be, you know, it can be a, we're curious. We have a, you know, it, it's all about bringing culture into us. The next road is, I mean, the next, the next day sign is the road, which the monkey and the dog have walked for thousands and thousands of years together on. But it's also the path, the way, okay? So this is our way. We, this is where we walk. And where do we walk? We walk into families and communities, which is the next day sign. Oh. And from families and communities, we go into science 
and magic, which, boy, we need science and magic if we're going to keep a community or a family together. You know, sometimes it takes miracles. So I think of of this day, and it's also the jaguar. This is the, and the the whole twenty days is about the path of the jaguar that, that a jaguar takes. So it's like the I Ching. It shows us the superior way, the best way to walk into the world. And from there, we go from the jaguar to the winged ones to the eagle. So I envision. Ixchel, which was their earth goddess, I just see her climbing on the back of an eagle and flying upwards where she can see everything that's going on, past and future, forward and backwards, right and left. And so this is a vision of abundance, and this is where planning can take place, and we can... And then... Because you get to see the whole, the macro, the entire vista... Okay. Yes, and this is the 15th day sign we've gotten to. 16th, they swoop down through an arch, because this day sign has a glyph, has an arch in it, into the world of the ancestors, into the wise people, into the place of forgiveness and healing. And from the ancestors, we move into the earth herself, Pachamama. Mm. Naj, Kaban, these are all names, Native American names. And it's about the intelligence of the earth, earth wisdoms that we can have. And, from, and it also incorporates the idea of earthquake. The earthquakes. Ne- earthquakes, so. yeah, the shaking of things. We're in the last five, the last five day signs of the 20. And what we see are things that are going to break it apart break creation apart, earthquakes. The next day is obsidian, so that's about volcanoes. And then the next day is storms. So everything just breaks completely apart in the last five days, and then you have completion, the sun. Okay, obsidian, storms, and then what's the last two? No, earthquake, obsidian, Mm -hmm. volcanoes, and then storms, great storms. And then the sun, completion. Mm. And we're in the week of completion right now. After all the storms and the five days of destruction almost, you could say. But also more than that, I mean, earth wisdom. um, The Ed Snab is about the blade of truth. And it also shows a pyramid as if it's reflected bottom and top. heaven and earth like reaching between the two and then the storms are like the divine feminine and um, you see the glyph has what looks like grapes on it and um, and then we go into the sun completion which is known as the left hand of beginnings and the next one is emix the day of beginnings and we're on the day of beginnings and that's the 20 day signs and that's the story of creation as I have interpreted it okay okay so in using this in your daily life for years now well for six almost seven years okay so has it influenced you has it all has it swayed you in a different direction than you were going to head or the very first week i picked it up 
I had I was living a very sediment sitting lifestyle. All sedentary. I, sedentary lifestyle. I just I sat around on the computer all the time. I, I wasn't moving much. As soon as I started studying it, it's like it raised my vibrations. All I could do was move for about two or three weeks. I was raking the yard, making fires, doing all kind of things, moving. So the first thing it did was up my vibrations. Wow. I studied it, I don't know, a year and a half. And then suddenly, I was ready to move. I had lived in the same area for 57 years. Or 55 years or something like that. And all of a sudden, I was ready to move from middle Georgia to Oregon. That's so huge. So, yeah, I would say it influenced my life. I I, I made changes that I would have never imagined I was going to make. So how else did did that influence your life? What other than cataclysmically moving you? Um, from one side of the country to the other, um, did it give you direction or? It stimulated my imagination, which I think is a, a huge skill that sometimes we're lacking in this society. It gave me new stories. As I started studying it, <clears throat> each day I would look at the various meanings of the day sign and I would just kind of bring them into my gestalt. I would just think about them. All day long, like today was the day of beginnings, confusion, chaos, primordial stuff. This would just be my lexicon for today. And as each day progressed, I would just keep that, whatever the day's gestalt was in my mind. And through that, I began to experience life differently. It changed my story. What did it become? Or what, yeah, how did it transform? Well, because it's so involved with nature. Mm -hmm. And was it before? You were inside on the computer all the time, so. Right. I've loved nature, but I just happened to be, you know, how we get in our lives. It was outside and you were inside. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. One of the things that it did is it... It would talk about the star people, you know, through the day sign. There's one, the one of miracles and harvest mm. brings in the stars. And it talks about the three hearthstones. And it and um, it just opened my mind in terms of more life in the cosmos. So you saw yourself in a larger context of ancestors and cosmology and the whole galaxy. And it, so it connected me more uh, to all of these to the to what to, to the soup in which we live. So so did that give you? I'm trying that on, and I'm thinking, oh, that would make me feel um, opposite of lonely, I'm sort of cocooned in a larger story, and that my life would be very important if I just paid attention to these larger cycles. I don't I don't know. You know, I guess my life can be important if I if I reach out and make it important by sharing with others. But it did connect me into the cosmos. It made me feel like I was part of the earth herself in ways I had never been able to make those connections before. I got connected to the directions, um, north, south, east, and west. 
Um, and, you know, each day sign has a direction that it's connected to. So I, I began praying around the, the medicine wheel. Um, it affected me. And it's a sacred calendar. It makes, it's a way to begin living in a sacred manner, manner to, mm-hmm. instead of such a secular manner. And it's a way to play because it opens one's mind and makes one think of, 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 I don't know. It just creates imagination where sometimes our view of things tends to stifle things, um, stifle the way we think. Whereas hmm. this seemed to open my mind. <laughs> Moving from Georgia to Oregon, is, it sure gave you energy. It wow. did. It gave me a lot of energy. So if people wanted to learn more about this, the Mayan calendar, do you have any uh, references you would recommend? Well, the books that I have over the years paid attention to, uh, The Mayan Oracle by Spilsbury and Brenner, Mayan Calendar Astrology by Kenneth Johnson, he he lives with the he's with the living Mayan. There's um, one of my most favorite books is this the Serpent and the Jaguar by Oh I love that book Bridget Racine Racine I'm not sure how you say her name but um, I look at her her work daily as in Kenneth Johnson I look at him on Facebook he gives a daily reading on Facebook um, I I have uh, a here reading Maya art. A Hieroglyphic Guide to Ancient Mayan Painting and Sculpture. I have looked at the Mayan Astrology by Bruce Schofield and Barry Orr. The Mayan Astrology Handbook by Abby Isadora Hayden. So those are the main books that are in my library. Um, I go online and I look at things. I stick pretty close to Kenneth Johnston and Bridget Racine for my daily readings and my daily understanding of what is going on and the energies of the calendar of time itself. Well, I have to say, when you were describing the 20-day uh, creation story, yes, I, I suddenly slipped into, I was by a campfire, and you were telling all of us these stories and it was just I mean I was transported to a different place when you were talking about them it transports me into a different place to 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 tell that story oh. it it's exciting to me it's um it's a new story that combines science and nature and gives us a way to integrate the Western scientific, what we know in Western science about our beginnings to a a story. Wow, and we definitely need a new story. So this is this is a real gem to to view the Mayan calendar as a way to create a, a new story for ourselves. Yes. And I just want to say if you're interested in, in this Please approach it respectfully. There are, it's a living tradition. These are living people. But I think we can use the architecture, which they've freely given to us, mm-hmm. 
the, the structure of how they look at time itself and return to a more organic, based on nature, idea of time. And in that, we can find more harmony in our walk together through life. A lot of us feel we're out of time, where there's not enough time, life is speeding up, and you're saying this is an antidote to that. It has been for me. And it took time. You know, (laughs) it it didn't happen overnight. Uh, And I didn't try to memorize any of this. I just would write it down every day, keep track of it. I didn't even remember. I had been doing it a full, probably a full year before I actually memorized the day signs, and I did that by swimming twenty laps and count and and saying the <laughs> name for each lap. <laughs> and I would do that multiple times a week. So that put it in your body by yes. physically doing it. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, is there anything that you would like to tell the listeners in the last few minutes that we have? Well, I appreciate you spending the time with us. The time. May it be sacred. Every time you talk about the Mayan calendar, I learn more. I mean, it's, it just opens up a huge vista. It's like going from a little black and white photograph to a big technicolor screen. It's just huge. And that's what I feel like it's done in my life. It has opened windows um, into a a way of being that Western society had not offered. And um, I think we can all get there. But we need to um, become attenated to the rhythms of the earth. And the study in this calendar gives us an opportunity to do that. Not only that, but the entire galaxy. Wow. Yes, we're we're connected. We're all connected. Everything's connected. Well, I think the the most important gem that I got from this is that we can create a new story, and that we desperately need a new story to counteract the disruption of of our current situation. Yes, and everybody might not want to go into the Mayan story, but I suggest that we all try looking into indigenous, our indigenous ancestry to, or of the land we live in to find better ways. Okay, well, thank you, Carol, for joining us today. I'm so happy you could do this. Thank you, Jane, for having me. So you don't miss any of our shows, make sure you subscribe to podcast.changewithin.com or click the subscribe button below. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Jane Battenberg.